0: This is WordFall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Looking to the Rock We all know the story of Moses bringing water from the rock. We know it not only because it was one in a long line of miracles, but because it's the one that he did wrong. The one that made God say Moses wouldn't be allowed to enter the Promised Land. In case it's been a while since you've studied the passage, here it is from Numbers 20, 7-12. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Take the rod. You and your brother Aaron gather the congregation together. Speak to the rock before their eyes, and it will yield its water. Thus you shall bring water for them out of the rock, and give drink to the congregation and their animals. So Moses took the rod from before the Lord as he commanded him. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock. And he said to them, Here now, you rebels, must we bring water for you out of this rock? Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod, and water came out abundantly, and the congregation and their animals drank. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. I've read this countless times, but only recently did something new jump out at me. I think I'd always assumed, or perhaps I'd even been taught, that it was because Moses got angry and struck the rock that he was punished. But that's not what it says, right? And we happen to know Moses has gotten angry before, and the Lord didn't punish him. You know, like when he broke the tablets God had written on with his own finger? I'd have thought that would have earned a rebuke, but no mention of ones made there. So what actually makes this time different? When I looked at what God said to them in response here, it was it was a light bulb moment for me. First, Moses did not believe him. God gave specific instructions for what should be done and what would happen. Moses had every reason to believe that God would be faithful. This was after way bigger miracles had already been done. So what happened? Did Moses doubt that God could, that he would? I really don't know. But when we look at what Moses said to the people, I think the doubt was not in God. I think it was in the worthiness of the people. Moses was so frustrated with these people that his entire speech wasn't about God at all. It was entirely about them. Which leads to what really struck me. God doesn't just tell Moses he failed to believe. He says he failed to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. That is the real sin here, I think that here he was with another beautiful, miraculous moment when God is about to demonstrate his love and power. And what does Moses do? He berates them. He rebukes them. He calls them rebels. And then he says, We, as in he and Aaron, will bring water from the rock. Never once does he point the Israelites back to God in this speech. Never once does he address the rock as he's instructed, or even address the Lord never once does he direct either his own heart or theirs to the lord but something else struck me here too god was still faithful moses screwed up but god delivered the people were not faithful but god didn't abandon them no one believed but god gave a miracle there were consequences for moses disobedience unbelief and failure to point the people to god But they were consequences for him. God still met the need that required this miracle to begin with. I find that so encouraging. Because let's face it, we all screw up. We all address the problems in our lives instead of trusting him for the solution. We all fail to have perfect belief in the promises he's made us. But God still delivers. God doesn't abandon us. God will still provide the miracles we need. Sometimes we, it certainly feels like we're surrounded by a rebellious, faithless people, right? But there's a lesson here for us in those times. Sometimes, when God's about to move, we shouldn't be addressing the problem at all. We should be addressing, looking to, focusing on, the thing from which the miracle is going to come. Don't look to the masses. Look to the rock. Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of WordFall is brought to you by Bookish Tees and Totes, bringing you t-shirt and tote bags for book lovers created by book lovers. Check out bookishteesandtotes.com to see our latest designs. WordFall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.